and welcome to an exciting episode of The Structured Gibberish. Yes. Today is Wednesday, August 17th, 2016. We're your hosts, Brian and Pat. Today, uh, we're going to talk about some uh, fun, fun stuff. We're not going to talk about the news too much, but just, no. just some fun stuff. But first off, um, I do want to mention very quickly that uh, Kenny Baker passed away. Yeah, he did. Uh, best and I don't know only known for being R two D two, the guy inside the the garbage can. He was also um, one of the Ewoks. I believe he was the one that took the bike. Uh, he was also in Willow, mm-hmm. um, and in any other George Lucas production that employed. Uh, what, what's the what's the proper terminology these days? Little people. Little people. I yeah. feel like that's insulting too. I I can't keep um, up with what's insulting because I I thought that midget was fine, but apparently that's used. It, the usage is derogatory. So yeah, it's it's I well, you know, I mean, every 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 time there's a, a fine word, people uh, just take you know, like retard. Yeah, it means one who has re- retarded from growth. You know, but then people were like, oh, you're, you're a retard and that's not yeah, cool. And people, people use these things. You know, right. I don't really want to get into how. No, yeah, let's, let's not. Let's not. Let's, let's how, take how it slurs back. come about. Let's, but anyway. Let's, let's bring it back to where we were at. Uh, Kenny so Baker take, was take in a two. lot of. Kenny Baker was great. He was he was wonderful. And I am I'm very sad that he's passed. Um, and he he was he was just great. I liked him a lot. Um, apparently, people who didn't like him. um Anthony Daniels. <laughs> so, they did argue constantly they, in the movies. Yeah. Well, so, no. Um, yeah, it was like there was that one time when they split up in the desert. You know? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, long story short, oh, that was a bad choice of words. He has passed away, Thanks. and I feel bad about that. I do. I feel really bad about it. <laughs> I like I liked the man. I did too. I was a really big fan of the the beeps and uh, the shaking back and forth. Uh, did he do the beeps? I don't think he did the beeps. I feel like playing R two D two is actually probably a pretty easy job. I don't know. He was literally inside of a garbage can. Yeah, and yet, but and yet you love that garbage can. I do. I love and, that garbage can. And you know what? He did that. He made you fucking love a garbage can. So uh, props, mad props, yo. Yes, that is that is exactly what he portrayed. Props. So. <laughs> he played a prop. God. But uh this is a terrible <laughs> memorandum. The man this, was very very good at what he did. Yes. And I I loved him for it and many other people did and I am I'm am legitimately sad that he is gone and we're just belittling him. Pat. Damn it. That's just terrible. You are are terrible. Apparently I am. God, I cannot believe that. I put up with you. (sighs) Okay, let's move on. Uh Uh-huh. Now we've desecrated an icon. Mm -hmm. Check that one off the bucket list. (laughs) I think we did that a long time ago. I I can't say for who, but I'm sure we did that. (laughs) I'm sure sure we have. So today we're going to talk about some toys. Yeah. We're going right. to do uh, just all toys all the time. There's not a whole lot of news going on right now. 
because it's the end of the summer and all the conventions are over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't really care to talk about all the cool stuff from Power Morphicon. And, so, uh, and you're all welcome because he he was texting me. He was live live texting live, me. Live texting as opposed to those texts I usually send. Which, right, the dead ones. Yeah, you come back later and watch them. Right. He's, it's usually like, brains. Those are the dead texts I get. What was I even texting? Uh, oh, the, the power sword. Yeah, yep. that's probably the big deal. The and power the stuff. You know. Zeo Rangers. Um, yeah, so... Toys, Pat. Let's talk about our favorite toys. Yeah. From uh starting from today back till uh we were born. <laughs> okay. I think that's a weird weird way to do it. Um, but sure. But it doesn't have to be in order. Oh, okay. Okay, good. That's just the range we're shooting for. That's just the range we're shooting for. Yep. Well, I tell you, I got some toys today. Did okay. you get any toys today? Can't say that I did. Then I get to go first. Okay. So I got my now, I, I, I made a decision not long ago to severely limit my Masters of the Universe classics. And and so far, yeah, you did you did it better than I did because so far I think I'm severely limiting it to like forty. <laughs> I gotta keep going. I gotta I gotta keep whittling away. Like um you know, for at first I was like, well, you know, I, I don't really I didn't really I decided I'm not really doing the snake men. So I got rid of King Hiss. I got rid of the snake men. But I did decide, you know, I keep flip flopping here. This is my problem. I, I did decide I, I want Tongue Lasher, you know, because I have, I have a, a special memory uh, to where when, when I got my Tongue Lasher, um, I, I, I remember, um, I remember, I, I don't have a lot of memories as a child. I don't know if that's normal or not, but I really don't. Uh, but I have a very vivid memory. My dad took me out to to Jewel Osco, um, uh, the one that was on on Route 30 uh, in uh, in Dyer, Indiana, and that's where I got a lot of my toys. When is I was it a not kid. there anymore? It's not. They moved it down um, to 30 in Calumet. Hmm. Um, now it's a it's a Dollar Tree. Interesting fact. Um, so anyway, I got, I got, I, I missed that store because it was, it was very important to me as a child. I got all my like Halloween costumes there. Um, you know, when I was very young, I got all my Halloween costumes there. I got all, most of my toys there. Um, and I, I just, part of me wish I, you know, if you look online, you can find old pictures of Toys R Us from when you were a kid. You know, there, there was, some mom took a picture of her kid buying toys on his birthday and, you know, it's cool. You can be like, yeah, that was, that was totally it. But you can't find old pictures of Jewel Osco. <laughs> no one gave a shit about that. Um, and so it's, it's kind of a, it's a bummer for, for me. Cause I'm like, man, that was, you know, for all intents and purposes, that was my toy store. That was where I got my, my stuff from. Uh, but anyway, um, I remember going, I went, I went shopping. My dad, um, he didn't take us out shopping a lot because my mom was a stay-at-home mom. She did a lot of the shopping. Um, but generally speaking, if you went out with dad, you came home with a toy. <laughs> so it was it was a good deal. It was a good deal to go. And I remember him opening the package and letting me play with the toy in the cart. And then just paying for the empty box. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like flicking the, and I, I, I can't remember cause my memory doesn't work. Like, I'm not sure if I made this up 
to make it more interesting in my head. But I kind of remember the uh, the checkout lady being a little perturbed <laughs> that mm. he had just opened the toy and let me play with it prior to purchase. But I was just like sticking its tongue out at her like the whole time. Like, you know, it has that little uh, uh, wheel on the back that you just flick his tongue out back and forth. And it was just, you know, it was a fun toy. I always, I, you know, the color scheme of the 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 dark purple and the light purple and the green all coming together. Um, and I mean that he stuck his fucking tongue out. It's funny. It's cool. <laughs> you know, he gave you a tongue lashing. He, he gave you a tongue lashing. He had a uh, a dragonfly bow, I suppose. <laughs> It was just it was a dragonfly, and that he could hold it in his hand, and I think it was supposed to be meant as to be like a gun or something. I don't really know. They they weren't trying super hard at this point. It was it was around the middle of the line. They were just printing their own money at that point. Um, but uh, so anyway, so I, I decided I, I'd like to have him. I still don't, but I, I've been selling off my other guys. The the this is this is a. We took the scenic route to the point of this story. <laughs> um, I got, I, I, I subscribed for the first time to a Masters of the Universe Classics line, the the Filmation line, the the Club Grayskull, and I got my my figure this month, and I got my club exclusive this month, um, which was very exciting for me. I, I, I was this is the first time I've ever had an exclusive figure, um, you know, prior to to anyone else's release. I have them right here. And I got to say, the Beast Man, or I got Beast Man and Evil Seed, I should say first. Um, the Beast Man is filled with wonderfulness and some terribleness, <laughs> like Maddie does. Um, he is he is pretty great. Like, everybody was complaining that he wasn't hunched over enough and he wasn't Beast man When you get him out of the box and you, you crunch that ab crunch and you maneuver his head down, I think he looks pretty good. I think he looks pretty pretty show accurate. Um his uh his little armor does like poof up, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's very like raised behind his head, so you you get that hunch over um thing going on. The the big problem for me is um the the very first thing I noticed is the paint job on his teeth is just awful. It is oh I'm I'm probably going to repaint it. Because it is awful. What's wrong with it? I, I I don't know. Like it's like they missed a line, or maybe they added too many lines. I can't put my finger on. Does it look like how, a Rob Liefeld drawing? Kind of, kind of. I can see that. Um, you can't see his feet when you're looking at his mouth. <laughs> his back looks broken. No. Um. But uh, you know. Um. Uh, but the the rest of the figure, like the color, is great. It is that bright orange color that we really didn't get um for that that first uh beast man that came out was was okay but it didn't really capture any particular version of beast man i felt you know it was if anything it was more the mini comics uh beast man than it was the original toy or the the tv show um this one definitely has that orange from the original toy. And I, I, I've, I've talked about that orange before. That's the kind of orange that if I'm at a garage sale and I'm looking through some old toys, if you see a hint of that orange, you know you hit an 80s jackpot <laughs> um, of, of things that aren't really worth much but fun to have. <laughs> um, so, but, you know, he his, eye, his pupils are straight anyway, unlike my trap jaw. 
Um, but uh, but his teeth are just terrible looking. And then the other thing is, is his ankles are very loose. You know, so I, I had him standing for about 10 seconds before he fell over the first couple of times. Hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll probably have to do the old, uh, the old glue trick. I don't know. Have you ever done the glue trick? The, uh, where you basically kind of, what would you like tacky up the ball joints kind of? Well, yeah, with, with these, it, you, you put a little bit of, of crazy glue. You don't want to use much cause it's going to leave a mark if you, if you leave it in an obvious spot. So you, you kind of extend the, the joint as far as you can out and up in it is, as hard as, or as much as you can. Um, put a couple of drops of crazy glue and then you keep moving it. You move it, move it, move it, move it, move it for like five minutes. You've because got to, you've got to move it, move it. You got to move it, move it. Um, and so what that does is it kind of distributes the glue and uh, tightens up the joint without sealing it. You know, the, as the glue dries, it just gives it a, a little bit more of a layer on both ends. Um, and so it, it tightens up the joint just a, just a, a hair. Um, but again, you got you to do it until it's definitely dry because if not, when you, when you put it down, it's just going to solidify and you're never going to be able to move that joint again. Right. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a dangerous move, <laughs> but it is one that, uh, that has worked for me in the past. So, um, so I may, I may do that if I, if I keep having trouble with it. Um, but other than that, I think it's a, it's a nice figure. It's, uh, I, I sold my other beast man when I heard this one was coming in this line and I was guaranteed to get it. So I was, I made my choice already. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then came evil seed. I don't know if you guys remember Evil Seed. Brian, you remember Evil Seed? Yes, I do. I Evil remember Se- Bulbhead and the cool <laughs> one from the new show. Fuck that cool one. <laughs> Bulbhead is where it's at, man. Now, first of all, I was explaining this episode to my wife earlier as to why um, I'm, I'm going to keep Evil Seed because I'm, I'm parting with most of my collection, but I'm going to keep Evil Seed. Um, first of all, he's not worth much. <laughs> I think I'm 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 in a minority of people who really loved this design. Um now most of the other figures in this line when they came out like the first hit like He-Man, Skeletor, um and I think even to to a lesser degree Beastman, um they were instantly as soon as they sold out on Maddie, they they skyrocketed in price, you know. Uh He-Man and Skeletor easily go for 100 150 dollars. Um Beastman, I think, I think a little less, but still he's, he's pretty sought after. Uh, Evil Seed flatlines on eBay for about 50 bucks, which is still double what I paid for him, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's by no means like, oh man, I'm really losing out on owning this. Um, but I, I told Amanda, uh, my wife, in case you guys don't follow the show, uh, <laughs> I told Amanda, I was like, hey, you know, if he's worth like a hundred dollars, I'm probably going to sell him because it doesn't mean that much to me. But, uh, but if not, I think I'll, I'll keep it. Um, and so I, I, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. So, um, it's, uh, like I said, it's, it's just a fun figure. He comes with, um, <laughs> he comes with these great extensions. This, uh, his legs are just vines. Like if you, you look up his skirt, cause you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't pretend you're not. You look no. up his skirt. Yeah. No. Um, it's just vines. It's a, it's a, it's a very cool looking design. It's kind of creepy the way they just come out the bottom of the, 
uh, cloak. Um, and the, the other thing that's nice is that it gives him a very solid base. So he also comes with this about two and a half, three inch extension of vines that appear to be coming out of his cloak and through his hand. Um, and the effect is really cool because it tucks right into the hand and the cloak. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But, um, it, it's very rubbery, um, and, and very light. So you can have his arm extended all the way and it extended out and it doesn't pull him over. You know, it just looks really cool. And then the other accessory he came with was, was even cooler. <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry about that. Um, is a, a vine, uh, wrap up for, for another character. And again, it's kind of stretchy and, and rubbery. And so you can really get, uh, another character all wrapped up. And, and again, in the episode, what was so great about that episode is because Evil Seed came out of nowhere. You know, nobody saw him coming. He beat everybody, you know, um, like all of a sudden crazy vines just crawled into Castle Eternia and got the king and queen. And I think pretty much everybody was like, like He-Man got free and was like, oh, shit, I got I to gotta get out of here. Uh, <laughs> screw you guys. Bye. Um, and then one of my favorite character building moments for Skeletor um, Merman is, is on the, the globe with him and, uh, Merman is all like, Oh, Skeletor, you've got to save me. And, and Skeletor's like, I've got to think about myself and just turns off the monitor. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's wonderful. It, it, it's exactly who Skeletor is. Um, and this whole time, the only time you see Evil Seed, he's this shrouded, cloaked figure that just crazy vines just shoot out of and can overtake everyone all the bad guys all the good guys everybody is being overtaken by these crazy vines and then uh then it it all comes to a head and i mean that literally when he removes his cowl (laughs) and reveals that he is this huge onion asparagus bulb (laughs) looking head he was a ludicrous looking character he looks like Mantana, I... <laughs> but with with an asparagus, we're with like an asparagus onion hybrid. Let me tell you how and... I how I experienced Evil Seed. Okay, uh huh. So my, the first time I had ever heard of Evil Seed was watching the Mike Young show. Oh, really? Okay, I did not know. And then um, I was talking to our friend Eric mm-hmm. about that episode one time, and this is you know like shortly after that episode aired, and. Um, he was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, he was a character from the original show. And I said, oh, I didn't I didn't know that. And he's like, yeah, I probably got a VHS tape or something. And he put it on and I'm watching it. And like you said, you go through most of the episode with him shrouded in darkness. And you think he's just this badass guy. You know, yep. you're like, man, who can who, how come this guy isn't an action figure? You know, this guy beat everybody. Yeah. And then they then they show him and he just looks like. <laughs> He looks like a an onion. Like a, it's it's lud- I'm I'm holding the figure in my hand right now. It is ludicrous. The, the, everything about him is ludicrous. <laughs> as 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 Megatron would say in More Than Meets the Eye, it's intensely ridiculous. Intensely ridiculous. I like that. I like how you brought that in too. Um, but yeah, it it is it is wonderful. It is exactly 
the evil seed I've always wanted. When they came out with the cool looking one, I just was like, nah, this seems like a, uh, you know, a swamp thing ripoff. You know, that that's all he turned out to be. This evil seed is unique. You are never going to see this evil seed again. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, the, the little wrap up vine thing is very, very nice. Um, he's very nice. <laughs> Um, I, I currently have my, my He-Man all wrapped up. He's looking angry. You know, you can kind of make him flexing like he's going to break the vines, you know, cause it's, they're a little stretchy or you can have them all like, ah, oh, I can't move. Oh, what am I going to do? I got to get out of here. I need a haircut. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you do. I'm, I'm Googling for pictures now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh God. It's actually, it's worse than I remembered. What evil seed himself or the toy? No, just evil seed Cause, himself. Because actually, I think the toy makes him look a little more ominous than uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna snap a a photo for Brian. Uh, no, so I, he... could, I could just Google the the actually there's a picture of the toy here too, but uh, yeah, man, like I, I so I had a, a image in my head of what he looked like with his big stupid bulb head, mm-hmm. and then I saw the actual picture of him. And man, it's even stupider than I thought. <laughs> stupider than I remember with that stupid mouth. Yeah, man, I love it. I, but you know, the I mean, the other one, one of the other villains that I kept was Plundar. You know, the the giant pink bunny. Um, so that that just you know leads you into what my tastes are like. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The the toy does look more ominous just because the toy actually just kind of looks like an alien wearing a hat. <laughs> Well, I think it's that the hat kind of forms the brow a little better. He looks more angry, more, you know. Yeah, the the cartoon model doesn't really look like his, I guess in this one, in one shot. But for the most part, it doesn't look like it hangs over his head too much. Like it's more like on the right. back of his head. Right. But the, the toy, probably more appropriately, puts it all the way around his head like he's wearing a goofy party hat or something. Yeah. So in in any case, this is a good toy as far as far as I'm concerned. This one will not leave my collection quickly. Anyway, <laughs> um, I I really like it. I I kind of want to have a second He-Man figure just so he can be all vined up. <laughs> um, but uh, I I really like Evil Seed. I think he's awesome. So uh, so that, and you know tomorrow. Tomorrow is a big day for me. What's that? Tomorrow is a big day for me. I, I don't think I even I, I even told you about this like privately. Um, is this appropriate for the show? Oh, you know, sure. I share every everything with everyone. These are my people. <laughs> These are my person. Um, tomorrow, when when the mail arrives, provided my tracking number is correct, I will have completed. In a way, I will have completed my masters of the universe collection. Mm-hmm. I, I am the, the very last figure. Now I, I, I'll, I'll put it out there. First of all, I'm not counting the European releases, so I don't have uh laser light Skeletor or laser power. He-Man or the giants, um, Megator or Titus. Uh, but every U S released character I have as of tomorrow, Hurricane Hordak was my last holdout. 
Um, and I do, I mean, I've got a bunch of accessories to complete them all I need to get, but, um, I have one of every figure as of tomorrow. Very proud moment for me. Um, and then I started looking at my vehicles and I was like, eh, you know, actually, I, <laughs> I, uh, I need some, some parts for these two. And there's a couple of, a couple of vehicles in place that I'm missing, but that's what I'm going to start focusing on now. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I I really appreciate you you sending me this. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> uh, can you please describe the thing that I just sent you? <laughs> Certainly. Um, I'm going to order the canvas print of this, by the way. Um, so Brian just sent me over. Um, a, a similar proportions of think, evil seed. I think they were trying to speculate how the figure might be right. using parts. And so they used the Shadow Weaver figure and replaced her head with Ram Man's alternate head without his helmet on. <laughs> it's terrifyingly accurate. <laughs> Except for the toys, the toy is much, much worse. <laughs> the head is much bigger than that. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> at first, I'm, I'll be honest, at first I thought somebody just took Evil Seed's head off and put it, put Ram Man's, and I was like, oh, no, he's got boobs. No, this is, this is Shadow Weaver. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. I love that. Love head swaps. I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to put my Weird L. NECA figurehead on this <laughs> Evil Seed figure, too. Just for funsies and fonsies. Just, yeah, just for fonsies, in fact. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, uh, the I, I want to talk a little bit about my, my Masters of the Universe collection because it is, it's come into focus heavily lately. You know, I, uh, I'm, May have mentioned on the show that I bought Eternia. Mm. I don't really know if I have. Did I talk about that on the show? Yes, we spent quite a bit of time. Uh, did we? Yeah. Okay. I'll believe you this it was like It was like half an episode. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Uh, I was very excited I got one. <laughs> it's one of those those toys or items anyway, you know, that you just never in your wildest dreams really thought you were going to have. You know, it was I was I was okay in the idea that I was never, ever, ever going to have a an Eternia, because it was just so far out of reach, I thought. You know, it's a very rare playset. They're very, very expensive. And, you know, even if you get one, the odds of getting one in, in good shape are, are poor, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I am only missing four accessories. Yeah, four accessories. Uh, I'm missing the um, the two main, you know, mainly lost and so thusly most expensive accessories. The uh, small blue clip <laughs> that that sits on uh, the uh, the monorail track that activates the uh, uh, escape hatch on the the cage vehicle, um, and the windshield of the laser cannon. Both very rare, both often lost or broke, broken, pardon me, and uh, the last time I saw them on eBay for the set of the two of them 
somebody was selling them for $190 for about half an ounce of plastic, (laughs) $190. Um, and then the other two things I'm missing is there's a, there's this weird gun sword. Like you hold, you hold it like a gun and it kind of looks like a gun, but then it also kind of looks like a sword. (laughs) So, uh, no explanation for any of these, these things, of course. Um, and then the last piece is the actual monorail motor has a gun that's supposed to be attached to the side of it. And I don't have one of those either. So four bits away, two bits are, are within my reach. Those, those two guns go for between 20 and uh, $40 a piece, which suck. That sucks, man. <laughs> there are tiny plastic He-Man accessories that I'm going to end up paying 20 to $40 a piece for. Um, and then, like I said, one day maybe I'll I'll hit a jackpot or get a bonus at work, and I'll blow two hundred bucks on getting the last pieces of of Eternia. Um, but I really hope not to. <laughs> I'll be honest. I I'm hoping to stumble upon them somehow, find them somewhere at a reasonable price, um, because I feel like that is really unreasonable. <laughs> I'm looking right now. Some of the windshields that people just have the windshield are demanding $250 for it. You know, it's it's pretty crazy. And the the trouble is, is I'm on a ticking clock because the the older they get, the rarer they become. The harder it's going to be for me to get a hold of it. That's true. You it's, know, the clock is always ticking. Plus, the you're getting is, closer to death every day. I know, right? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, but yeah, so so since then, I I that that's that's what really spawned me in, into the idea of getting rid of my classics because first of all, Eternia is immense; it is humongous. Um, it it took away a lot of space uh, for for collecting other things. So I was like, well, I'm not going to have room to display the. Um, the classic set, so I might as well just thin the herds, you know. And like I said, I'm still kind of thinning, you know. I, I have <laughs> every every day or two, I kind of go through it again, and I'm like, well, I mean, if I already got rid of Buzz Off, do I really need Mechanic? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what like a it's, lot of people are thinking. It, that, that's that's the the kind of and and it's hard. I I don't know how many of you out there are even listening, but if you are 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 listening and understand. The, the idea of the collector and I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a collector borderline hoarder. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I really have trouble letting go of things. And so the fact that I got rid of, I, I, pr- I probably got rid of at least half of my collection. I've already sold them and that's what's funded me buying all the, the vintage figures. Um, but, uh, you know, that's a, that's a big deal for me. It's, it's some personal growth. Um, but anyway, like I said, I'm still going through. I'm like, well, I mean, I, I have this trap draw and I have the filmation trap draw, but they're both so great. And so for a while I had the old one, uh, sitting on the, on the to sell pile. And then I went and got it. It was like, I, you can't tell me what to do. Me. I can't tell me what to do. I like this figure. I don't have to get rid of it if I don't want to. Hmm. And, uh, and you know, it goes, it goes back and forth. It goes back and forth. And then I was trying, I was trying to keep it even, you know, like one villain and one good guy for, for each, each one. 
Um, and I, I, you know, I, it's rationalization. You know, I'm like, well, I mean, I got to keep this guy because if not, who will that guy fight? Exactly. You got to balance <laughs> your displays and everything. It's true, but I also have to have room for my displays. That's the <laughs> that's the big thing. Um, so I, I really have. To, I'm going to look at it again probably tonight. <laughs> um, but uh, but but I. Like I said, I'm, I'm really right now. I'm shooting for a complete stateside release Masters of the Universe collection, all the vehicles, all the playsets, all the figures, and like I said, uh, excitingly for me, um, tomorrow I will have all the figures, um, and I'm upgrading some. Like I also, you know, actually tomorrow's going to be a big mail day. I got uh, Hurricane Hordak coming. I got the three uh, or you know the two more other flag clips for. Eternia that I, I need that I, I didn't list amongst the things that I need because I already bought them. Um, and, and a complete trap jaw with, with the glow in the dark ring. Hmm. That's one that I've been chasing for a long time. So I've always liked, I, I, I can't ever remember owning the ring. And I think it was one of those things where, um, the ring only came maybe with the first editions of, uh, um, Triclops and Trapjaw, and they those came out like the year I was born. So I didn't really get into He Man, obviously, until I was two or three, and uh, you know, so I, I didn't get, I, I didn't get that those I didn't get the pick of those, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I never had it as a kid. When I found out about it, um, when I was a young adult, I was like, oh my god, how did I miss that? I want a cool ring. It's got some weird. Kind of Castle Grayskully picture on it. I, I could, I can't tell you what what exactly it is. I don't know. <laughs> and then the ring opens, so you can keep secrets in it. Oh my gosh! Secrets, man. Are you good at keeping secrets? I no, no, I'm terrible. So that's why I need the ring. <laughs> the ring will keep my secrets. Um, but anyway, so yeah, now now that I'm doing that. I'm going through and I'm like, oh man, this, this one is in bad shape. I'm going to have to get a new one of those. Or like, there've been a couple of figures where it's like, well, I need his accessory and it's actually cheaper for me to just buy a complete one than it is to buy the accessory separately. Or maybe it's like a dollar more. And I was just like, well, I'll just buy the new one. It's in better shape than my old one. (laughs) So it's, uh, that's, it's my new, my new kind of, focus is the vintage he-man and then i mean this all has come together pretty quickly and so what what really is happening now is i'm fearing you know like how people have a show hole they they watch a show till it's done and then they are like oh no it's over what am i going to do now i have i get collecting holes where it's just like man i i got all the ones that i can afford that that's always the trouble for me like i got um I have a near complete superpowers collection. I don't have a cyborg and I don't have several accessories for the harder to find figures. And it's like, it just, it's not fun for me anymore. I can't afford to buy the pieces that I need. So I'm just like, well, move on one day, one day you'll make something of yourself. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) One day you'll live up to your potential. When you least expect it, you're hoping to find those things. Just randomly laying about some garage sale or something. Garage sale. I, I'm constantly hoping to find them at uh, at Quake Toys. 
you know, um, Quake Collectibles, because he has always got the best deals. <laughs> You're just like, yes, I will take it. That is wonderful. Wonderful news. Um, but, uh, but yeah, as, as of yet, I haven't come across them. And again, I should, I should point out, um, I definitely, the only reason I own Eternia is because of Dave at Quake Collectibles. Um, fantastic guy, fantastic store. It is not closed. Go there. It looks like it's closed right now because they're revamping the entire block. Um, but you, you need to go and, and give the man money. I'm sure there's plenty of people doing that now, but I just want to hawk him uh, while I still can, <laughs> while he's still there. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and, and yeah, you know, I mean, uh, do I, obviously you have your, your Transformers. Obviously. But do you, do you have anything where you're, you're going for broke? You're going for the complete set, you know? Uh, <clears throat> um... It can be a made-up set, too. You know, like, you can just be like, well, I want all the this guys, you know? I, whenever I try and do something like that, um, it's 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 always, before I get into it, I need to make sure that the entire set is obtainable, Ah, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be like, man, I should collect some super rare thing, you know, that where, like, a lot of pieces of it are going to be super expensive, you know? You making fun of me? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, am. I, I started out doing it subtly, and then I accidentally ended up doing it overtly. Yeah, <clears throat> son of a bitch and Jake. But you know, it's like, you know, I feel like I'm going to collect all the Power Rangers uh, power keys, whatever they're called. What are they called? I uh, think that I think that was what they were called. I mean, we I helped you collect a lot of those, and, yeah. and I don't. I feel like I didn't see most of them. Well, <laughs> most of the collection that you you got. I remember watching you buy an awful lot of them, but you would talk about even more. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. They were very easy to collect uh-huh. and cheap. So well, that's that's the best kind of collecting. That's true. And they're tiny, well, so they don't take up hardly any space. See, this is this is my problem, though, because I, I like collecting things. You know, I mean, it's it's a thing. I, I, I actively look for new things to collect. I often will buy new trading cards, you know. Hey there, buddy. This is what they sound like in a plastic baggie. It, yeah, it sounds like doom. All right. Doom. Anyway, um, you but wanna, you know, I. You want to hear one? What, uh, yes, I do. What, which, what, who do you want me to morph into? Uh, Green Ranger. Okay, hold on. Yeah. It's always going to be Green Ranger. <laughs> yeah, ready? Uh huh. Got to do the flip. Ready? Here we go. There you go. It was delightful. It really was. Um, but you know, like I said, I, I I like to collect things. I for a while I was collecting all of the knockoff Lego characters, uh, which is a weird thing to collect. Um, but also the the part of the reason I was collecting them is because they were really cheap and they were really small. And now. I have a ton of little Lego figures that I have nothing to do with. I don't collect Legos. I don't really build Legos. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with all of these things. 
what am I doing with them? <laughs> Some of them make sense. Like I, I, I've got all the the Green Lanterns because I the the other thing that I collect really religiously is is Green Lantern. Like anything Hal Jordan Green Lantern related, um, I either own or would probably like to own. Um, I have four, <coughs> about four totes. About four. About f- I have four. <laughs> I, have, I have about four tote. Uh, you know, bins of Green Lantern, Hal Jordan specific merchandise, um, which is a lot. It's a lot for anyone to have of any one character. You know, it sometimes, like I said, sometimes I get into a funk and I'm like, what, what am I doing here? Why, why have I, why have I burdened myself with this task? Um, and then I find something else with a Green Lantern logo on it. Be like, oh, I gotta buy that. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's fun, I guess. It's yeah, it's definitely fun. That's, everybody's got to have a hobby, right? Yeah, well, you know, I guess so. I guess I do. Just got to know your limits. Know your limits. I can't afford to know my limits. Is that a Batman reference? It well, kind of, and it, and it was a. Uh, sometimes I can't afford to <laughs> know my limits. Like literally with money, I can't afford to know them. <laughs> I overbuy sometimes. I I've gotten I think a lot better at at that. There was there was a time back before I had a family when stop stop making that noise. I, I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm trying not to I'm trying not to pretend that that's not still happening. But go ahead. Listen, man. I'm I'm very I'm very laser focused in my collecting these days. Uh-huh. There's never going to be a time when I'm going to end up with an overabundance of Zivas just because they're on sale somewhere. I know because you gave them all to me. That's ex- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And now you know. And now I know. And knowing is apparently half the battle. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm my my collecting is. Pretty much just Transformers and a little, like, the Legacy Power Rangers stuff. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it these days. Yeah, and I mean, that's, until, I mean, that's until it's something else. That's enough. Right. That's, that's, it is. It is. It's that plenty. Is a, that is, a, I mean, that's enough to keep me busy. It's not like I can still say, like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to get every single one. Because that would be ridiculous. Right. So. And, that I mean, that's the thing. That's where I'm at with any new thing i'm taking on it's like i have to i mean just space wise you know i have to either be okay with the fact that all of these wonderful things are going to live in a box you know or i i have to just say hey you know i i know my limits i can have maybe just he-man and skeletor in the classics line eventually (laughs) eventually i can whittle myself down to that um, or maybe I don't need, I, I just went through all my superhero figures. Cause that's, again, I have just a massive amount of, of six inch scale superhero figures. Um, I have like four versions of Superman. Do I need four versions of Superman? No, I do not. The answer is no, I do not. <laughs> I need, but one Superman, you know, and, but and which, so on. But which, but which that's, that's the trouble. That's the trouble now. And, and see, I, I rationalize things, and I'm sure you guys out there, you guys, you guys do this a little bit. Maybe not as much as me because I'm fucking crazy. But like, I have the uh, the NECA Christopher Reeve Superman, 
And I was like, well, he's for my movie display. <laughs> and that is literally just him and the Michael Keaton Batman from NECA, and that's it. <laughs> um, but I count them as separate from my comic book versions, you know, because I, I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair enough. Uh, and don't don't burst my bubble. I think it's fair enough. Um, but uh, but you know, and then I have I have stuff that I don't even know why I really have, but I still have an attachment to it. Like you remember Big Guy and Rusty? Oh yeah, that was a good. Show. You know, it was a good show. It was a fine show. I still have Big Guy. I don't have Rusty anymore. I don't know. I don't know where Rusty went, but I still have the Big Guy figure. Hmm. Um, and it's it's just in with my other superhero figures, and you know, um, I think what I want to do. And, um, you know, the more I think about this stuff, the more I really actually think about how small my office is and how big attorney is, <laughs> how much space the, the Masters of the Universe setup is going to take. Um, the, uh, the superheroes, I initially just wanted to have one large shelf that was just every hero I've ever liked. You know, not necessarily here's the... Marvel and here's the deal. Like, I just want them all over the place. I want a little bit of everything. Um, and, and so that kind of opens it up to some fun stuff because then I can put out, um, you know, like I've got a couple of Darkwing Duck figures, you know, and again, part of me wants to collect them all, but I realistically don't want them all. I have Darkwing Duck and I have Launchpad McQuack and that's it. I always wanted those toys when they were new. They were awesome. One yeah. one birthday, I got everybody, every one of them except for Laser or uh, Steelbeak. Steelbeak. I didn't get Steelbeak for the birthday. Um, and then I remember that there was a fabled Series 2 that never came out. There are pictures online, and they would have been awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, anyway, <laughs> the point is I have I have all these things. And, like, I go through it, it's like, well, I guess I don't need movie Ozymandias. <laughs> so he can go, but I totally need movie Dr. Manhattan. He can't go anywhere. <laughs> you know, and so, I, I, like I said, I go through it and I end up with, I, I think I ended up with about 20 figures again, just like, ah, oh, these guys can go. These guys can leave. And then if I go through this box in another week, I'll find 10 more easily. You know, it's just how it goes. I, ha I have to look through things. If I looked through everything constantly, eventually I'd have nothing. And, and maybe that's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, I do, I do just love, I, I think, I really think that my goal is to retire. And open a museum, you know, obviously a small museum, mm -hmm. but, uh, but, you know, just like an eighties, nineties toy museum. And it'll just be for me to showcase my collection. And I, I, I don't think I could possibly make money. <laughs> I, I don't understand how it could. Maybe I'll sell postcards in the lobby. <clears throat> yeah. Or Char charge, charge people like a dollar for admission or something. It's like a gift shop. Um, yeah. Some sort of gift shop slash, you know, toy store. You could um, just actually put the things in the museum on sale. And yeah, but that would make me sad. That would make you quite collectibles. It would. It would. I would. I. I've slowly been taking over Dave's business by purchasing his stock one piece at a time. 
and stockpiling it for later. Yeah. No duplicates though. No duplicates. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that every, every collector goes through a period of, um, of purge. You, you have to, if you want to keep collecting. Right. Unless you, unless you have infinite funds for infinite space, you yeah. know. Infinite, uh, like the Vulcans say, infinite diversity and infinite combinations and infinite storage space. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what they say. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting because when you're a kid, you just want to have toys to play with, you know, you're, you're, you don't start out focused on having them all, you know, you're just like, well, you know, my neighbor has a couple and I have a couple. I was never as good as you though, like you and your neighbor where you guys literally were like, well, he has this guy. So I'm only getting this guy. Yep. You know, that, that was, that was a good deal. Me and my neighbor, um, we competed, but mostly I didn't know it. <laughs> you know, I was, uh, I, I, I don't want to say that I was dumb or naive, but I was, um, I just, I felt like, you know, we were just really good friends, but really we just lived next to each other. We weren't friends. I don't think the kid liked me at all. Um, but we, 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 we lived near each other. And why, so we, and we why, why, why do you say that? Uh, I don't know. I just, he was kind of an asshole to me. Mm-hmm. You know, was he an asshole like kids are or like more than that? More than that, more than that to an extent, you know, it, it, he would, he would often try to fool me and I think he thought me an idiot, mm-hmm. uh, but really I was just being nice, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, I remember he, I, there, there was a, a trade, we would often trade, there were often trades and the trades always benefited him by leaps and bounds. Um, and I always, even when I was a kid, I always felt bad for him because his dad was very rough. His dad was a rough dad. You know, I don't know that he beat him or anything, but I, I, I would guess. You suspected he had a difficult home life. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and I didn't, you know, my parents were exceedingly kind to me and, um, Boy, I, I had tons of toys, obviously, and uh, and they they always cared about me and told me they loved me. And I, I you know, I, I got yelled at plenty, but I was a kid. You get yelled at, you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but they never beat me, and you know, I never. I mean, looking at me, I never went to bed hungry, <laughs> you know. Um, so so overall, you know, he would he would p- try to pull these elaborate. I don't know if you'd say a prank or just try to pull one over on me. And, uh, well, okay. I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, there was one time he had a, it was a, a, I don't know why they were like all the rage for a second. Um, it was a Rolodex. It was a digital Rolodex. It, it had a little, little opening case and you could store, people's names and telephone numbers and a very, very, very short amount of notes about them. Like mm. you, you could maybe put a birth date in there. Uh, but he, he tried to convince me that it was a pager. It was like, Oh, Oh, I'm getting a page. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, it's my mom. Yeah. And I was like, I, I mean, that's cool. But I'm like, that's not a pager. It did not just vibrate, <laughs> you know, he's just opening it and pressing a button and pulling up a number. 
But I did think it was neat. You know, I thought it was a, a, a handy little neat thing to have. Um, and so he, he traded me. I can't remember what he traded me for though. It was a, it was an action figure, some, some figure. An Ninja Turtle. Um, it could have been a turtle. It could have been an X-Man. We were, we were big into X-Men. Um, and so, but he, he traded and he, and he was like, he like, when we traded, he just like, was like, ha ha, and like ran away. <laughs> you know, and I was like, I, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, now I have this, and I like this. <laughs> this. As far as I'm concerned, this was a was a good trade. I know this isn't a pager, <laughs> you know. Um, or another time, uh, one one of the trades I I I, I didn't take um, was he he would constantly be trying to get my um, brown suit Wolverine figure in a trade, and that was one of my favorite figures, uh, and I, I would never never give it up. I still have it to this day. Um, but I, I remember him being like, I've got a Bendham's Nightcrawler. <laughs> and and anybody who knows action figures knows Bendham's is the bottom. Yeah. It's the bottom of the line. Nobody likes a Bendham. The only reason you would have a Bendham is because that character didn't exist in another form. Or at least it wasn't there at the store at the time. And you were allowed to pick out something. And and you ended up with a Bendham and you're just like, I fucking hate Bendham's. Um, wires would end up poking out, and you'd be like, "Ah, I got cut by this stupid Bendem again." And why? Why those things oh. exist to this very day? I have no. I, idea. I don't know. They're a thing. They're a thing, but I don't understand it. Um, but anyway, he would always. He was like, "Well, I mean, you see brown suit Wolverine at the store all the time, all the time, but you never see Bendem Nightcrawler." <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was his pitch. Yeah, it's rare. And, uh, yeah, and I was like, I I don't want it though. I want my brown suit Wolverine. I don't want Bendem Nightcrawler. But you don't have a Nightcrawler. It's like, yeah, I want the action figure, but not as much as I want my brown suit Wolverine. He's my favorite. <laughs> and then he tried to convince me that you know his dad his dad worked at like a lumber yard, but he tried to convince me that his dad worked at the toy factory. And like he brought home, uh, it was, it was a dollhouse. He had a dollhouse. It was his sister's dollhouse, as, as, as I recall. But he was trying to convince me that it was the X-Men mansion and it was a prototype for the X-Men mansion playset. And I was like, well, why is it pink? <laughs> it's like, because it's a prototype. Didn't you hear me? Prototype, sir. I was like, okay, I, it's not, but okay. <laughs> Um, but you know, this, this kid also thought wrestling was real. So whatever. Well, who didn't back then? Um, I didn't, but <laughs> whatever. Um, anyhow, the, I don't know what the point of the story was, but, uh, when I was a kid, Jewel Osco. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, no, you know, um, what, 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 where was I going, man? How did you let me get that far off track? Uh, I think, I think you were talking, well, you're going to talk about trades, like trading with this kid. Yeah. yeah uh, you, you, good. you had mentioned that you were jealous of my relationship with my neighbor, Ryan. Oh, right. And how right, we coordinated right. our toy collections. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, that's, that's just smart. It's just smart. As long as you got your favorite guys, you know, that's the thing. Like I, as long as I had Raph and Mikey, I wouldn't have cared if somebody else had Leo and Donnie, you know? 
uh, I, I would have been all for it. But, uh, you know, I, like I said, we didn't, we just didn't have that kind of connection. It was, uh, it was a fight. Mm-hmm. So, but again, one that I rarely knew we were having, you know, I would show him, uh, when, when I got my first X-Men figures, even my, my dad bought me Wolverine, brown suit Wolverine and, uh, and Cyclops. And I went over to my friend's house, um, who will remain nameless since I've been kind of bashing on the kid all night. Um, I'm sure he's an avid listener. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's got to know what's up with me. You know, he's obviously still jealous of my toy collection. He's, he's listening right now going, I, damn, I was still hoping I could get a hold of that brown suit Wolverine. I still have a mint Bendham's Nightcrawler right here. Um, but uh, I'm just checking real quick. I, I want to know how much those go for on eBay. A Bendham Nightcrawler? No, the, the brown suit Wolverine. Because I imagine it's probably like 30 bucks or something. I think it's probably like 10 bucks, buddy. Okay, well... What I'm thinking is I have this idea in my head of this guy who's just sitting in a dark room listening to the podcast being like, I know I could get it for 10 bucks on eBay, but I want his. <laughs> I need <mean> his. <laughs> what, what is it? Toy Biz? Yeah, it was Toy Biz, wasn't it? It was like wave one. Yeah, totally. Toy Biz X. I wrote EX. <laughs> X-Men. EX-Men is a different thing altogether. Oh, yeah wolverine well let me tell you right now there's a loose one marked x-men wolverine rare toy biz 1991 5.99 five dollars and 99 cents brosif you can get the uh wolverine 2 in the classic the classic mm-hmm. uh, tiger stripe for 99 cents oh really maybe i should no i actually already have one never mind <laughs> <laughs> I have two figures still in the box from that series, and it is brown and yellow suit Wolverine. <laughs> so four dollars and fifty cents. It, this search is bringing up a whole bunch of Wolverine toys, but the first one I find is loose, four dollars and fifty cents. And uh, no, wait a minute, hold on. This picture is sideways. I have to turn my laptop. <laughs> this is this is not that figure. This, ah. is a, this is a similar figure, but this one I can see. Ah, okay. I can just barely I... see the talking backpack. Oh, the talking backpack one. I have that one too, but I love that one because I. There you go. Twenty bucks or best offer. Uh, I I got even better, buddy. Uh, Six, Sixteen bucks for a lot of four of them, including that one. Five fifty, with nine dollars shipping, mint in package. Okay, you win. You win. <laughs> so your your childhood friend is missing out. He is totally by, by holding this grudge that we're positive he is holding. Positive, positive. Um, I, you know, the funny thing is, as important as these toys were to me as a child, I have like zero nostalgia for. I I bought the the two because they were in our comic book store, you know, and we we didn't want much for them, so I was like, ah, I'll buy them. I'll just buy them. Why not? But I, you know, I could see myself. The problem is, is I've got to wait until they're hard to get. <laughs> That's how I roll. Uh, I've got to, I've got to be really needing them <laughs> and not being and being denied them at every turn. Um, remember, remember Strife, and you were like, "Oh my God, you you find out who he is. You lift the helmet, and you're like, well, these characters are pretty generic. Who is that? Yeah. Oh, it's Cable.'" Oh my God! I don't care. 
Or Doctor Claw. That one actually costs a lot of money. I hear the the yeah. Isn't that Dr. the only Claw place figure? that he's unmasked? Yeah, not unmasked, but the only place you see his face. Yeah, you had to buy the figure, and uh, I remember uh, being at a Kmart and uh, and desperately trying to like angle the package so I could see his face, and it would be unveiled to me. Let's and and then I didn't. I did. <clears throat> I when when you finally saw it because I think I did. It was at it was at probably at that same Kmart. Somebody just ripped the box open and looked at his face. So I was like, "Oh, oh, that's it." All let's right. let's talk briefly for a minute here, or or at length. I don't really care. Yeah, why not? Of of uh, actual like canon reveals that happened in toys, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, along that nature. I remember, uh, and usually these are super disappointing too. Right. Like, do you remember that there was a, a Cobra Commander figure, I believe, that they, like, the package uh, was like, you know, we're, you're going to see what he actually looks like under the mask and everything. And you take the helmet off and it just looks like Donald Trump. <laughs> but it was just like a generic white guy with, like, orange hair. I'm going to see if I can find that figure. I was ju- I'm doing the same thing. Uh, Commander... Boy, I'm trying to think. I I know there are other ones mm-hmm. where they do that. I'm sure they did that in Star Wars a couple of times. Yeah, I mean there were there were characters that you didn't really ever see <laughs> that they were just like, yep, yep, no, here you go. This is what he looked like. <laughs> um, but it's you know it, it it was few and far between. We'll say that. I'm not finding anything on this Cobra Commander unmasked though. I, I don't think this was a, this was not a big deal at all. Cause so, it, you know, it wasn't, I don't even think it was like the first time you were seeing uh-huh. his, his face in any form, <laughs> you know, like I was, pre- I'm pretty sure they had revealed his face in the comics and maybe even in the cartoon at some point. Cause I think he turned into a pile of snakes at one point. Yeah. Movie, you know, I? that happens. A I'm lot. just trying to find this one particular figure. Cause I remember right. Uh, it being like oh. there is a, there is an unmasked storm shadow mail away, yeah. Um, I just remember it. Oh, is this it? Uh, I can't tell. It's like a side view of of a figure. <laughs> but I was just like, <clears throat> oh, it's a blonde haired white guy. That's surprising. <laughs> um, yeah, here it is. I'm pretty sure. From his tank. I'm not putting any of this in the show links. You bastards. <laughs> You'll never know. Oh, oh, he looks just like Ram Man on... No, <laughs> you clicked the wrong link, kid. <laughs> moran. Yeah, Moran. Really? That's him? Yeah. That's the worst thing ever. He's he could at least have a scar. Like, he doesn't even... Like, why is he? is he just afraid of his balding? Or that he's just afraid that he looks like Donald Trump. He's afraid that he looks like Donald Trump. That's all right. Point. Fair enough. Fair enough. I would wear a hood too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is Battle Armor Cobra Commander. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing on the internet officially about this. So this is this is an untapped market we're we're sitting on here. Um, un, I un, I would say that. Well, just like like you said, figures that like kind of revealed canon things, be it uh, you know 
what characters look like or what characters did or do, you know. Um, I, I remember distinctly, um, I believe it was an Anakin Skywalker figure with plot ruining action. <laughs> it, it came out before episode two and it, and it had removable arm. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, Oh, I see. I guess he loses his arm in this one. Um, yeah, plot ruining action is uh, a favorite of mine. Um, or like, uh, I, there was some product that came out before the uh, the recent Ghostbusters reboot movie that essentially told you how the movie was going to end. Now, I've not seen the movie, so I'm still not 100% sure that it was accurate. But basically it said, uh, here is Slimer. Slimer steals the Ecto-1 and then ends up driving it into a portal, not knowing that it was full of antimatter or something bullshitty like that, and closes the portal... Luckily, Slimer and his new girlfriend, Lady Slimer, escape unharmed. That totally happened. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely uh, know all, all the things. <laughs> well, that was, that was revealed on, like, apparently either a web, like an official website for the movie where you read Slimer's uh, bio, uh, or it was on the back of one of the toy packages. So ridiculous that they would reveal that on the back of a toy. Wasn't there a reveal? I'm trying to think of a, I thought there was a situation where they like revealed something in a toy, but then later on in a movie or TV episode decided to do it differently. Like, was there like a Darth Vader where you take the helmet off before return of the Jedi or something like that? I don't remember. I don't know. I wasn't around before return of the Jedi. So, um, there, I mean, I feel like there's, there's definitely stuff like that out there, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head, you know? Mm-hmm. I have, uh, right over here, I have the, uh, the brand new Titan Master, uh, Power Master Optimus Prime, uh-huh. which is a new figure that With is, plot ruining action. It is, is based on my favorite figure from my childhood, Power Master Optimus Prime. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the first the first Transformer where they did a second figure of an existing character. Mm-hmm. And he now could combine with his trailer to become Super Optimus Prime, a pattern that they have not stopped doing since then. In this new figure, instead of being a Power Master, he's a Headmaster now. And he's compatible. That means there's a little robot that transforms into his head. Mm-hmm. The whole line, everybody is a headmaster. They're, they call them Titan Masters now because headmaster is a little suggestive. But I don't think it is. Uh, they all have little robots that turn into heads, and they're all the same size little robot. But mm-hmm. this is one of the bigger figures, and so if you just put the little robot head on, it looks like he's got a teeny tiny head. <laughs> so they all have a second like mask or helmet that goes over the little head to make it the appropriate size. And so I kind of feel like, you know, this is like Power Master Optimus Prime unmasked because now I could take the head <laughs> and lift it up to reveal underneath is a smaller uh, Orion Pax head. Mm, there you go. To reveal you go. the thing that we've only known for 32 years. Right. 
which is that Optimus Prime is actually Orion Pax. My God. You remember that one time that um, the Cosmos figure revealed that Cosmos was awesome? I know. And nobody knew. Yeah, nobody knew. They still didn't know. <laughs> nobody knew but me. <laughs> this I feel really special. As an aside, this Optimus Prime figure is technically a retool of two years ago's Ultra Magnus figure. In that, Does that mark the first time that's ever happened? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, the first time something went from Ultra Magnus to Optimus uh-huh. and not the other way around. Except that, like, if you stand them next to each other and you look at them, you're like, oh, clearly they're the same figure with just a little bit of different tooling and they transform the same way and everything. But I looked him over pretty good when I was taking pictures for Instagram and he has like six parts in common. He has the joints that connect his shoulders, like this one little joint that spins around to allow his shoulders to transform. His feet, his upper thighs, and like and the wheels. Other than that, every other single bit of this guy is a completely new mold. Really? Yeah. That's interesting to me. Yeah, it's kind of like and to no one else. It's like they started, <laughs> and they were just like, okay, well, let's see, let's see how far we can get. Right. You know, retooling this guy. Um. Like, even the cab of the trailer uh-huh. is, com- like, a completely different front. <laughs> and I thought, oh, well, I, you know, oh, well, the, you know, the cab, the front of the cab is different. But surely the sides are the, the same. But no, they're not. The sides are different. The smokestacks are different. Every single bit on this guy is different. Except for the parts that I mentioned. <laughs> even Everything in, is different except for the stuff that's not. Even in places where they didn't need to. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are places that they just remolded and it's like, yeah, it serves the exact same function. It's the exact same dimensions, but we made a completely new version of that piece. <laughs> I can't tell you why. Cause I don't know. And I've got uh repro labels on him too. So he looks nice and shiny. Nice. But anyway, I like having the new version of my childhood favorite toy. I mean, that's, that's very nice. Again, that's, that's what drew me to, the classics figures, you know, mm-hmm. I was actually, um, initially when I was collecting those, my idea was to have a much, a very small display of vintage He-Man with Masters Classics He-Man and vintage Snake Eyes with modern day Snake Eyes and so on. Cause I mean, everything is, is doing that, that hip thing right now of, uh, you know, just pull out a revamp done. Make it new, kind of. Make it new, but then just don't do anything new to, or do completely different things and then just call it that. It's fine. Everybody loves that. Loves it when you do that. Ninja Turtles, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) I was wondering where you were going with that. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, right now I'm, I'm literally just, I searched action figure unmasked. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just looking for for different things. Didn't um well I guess it was only plot ruining if you hadn't seen the movie. Um but Mask of the Phantasm had a figure mm. where it revealed the the villain. See, I think I think that's a more common kind of thing to have where you, like the box or something will give some movie ruining detail mm-hmm. in just describing the figure and not necessarily that the you know, but I believe wasn't the Phantasm toy unmaskable? Right, yeah, it was. It was totally unmaskable. I'm actually I'm trying to find 
what it looked like in the box because I don't know if it was because um... even if you don't know the name of the character, you'd right. be like, "Oh, the phantasm is a girl." Right. And then you watch the movie and you're like, "There's only one girl in this movie." Exactly. Um, Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, she. It wasn't even that she was unmaskable. She was just standing there. The mask is next to her. It is 100% absolutely her. There's no way you would not have known. And then it clearly states on the bottom, as seen in the Batman, the animated movie, (laughs) with chopping arm action. But the picture on the box depicts him as he is in the movie looking like a dude. (laughs) Do you remember all the times when we thought the toys were revealing something about a movie. And oh yeah. I think that's, that's, that's an even, that's an even bigger topic. Um, my favorite of those would have to be, um, Kevin Spacey, Lex Luthor from Superman returns that for no reason, but to fuck with us, they put him out in a Lex suit mm-hmm. that looked like it was just made of kryptonite. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm behind this movie. This is this sounds great. <laughs> and they gave us the polar opposite of that. Oh man. Remember when we remember when some Legos made us believe that Hank Pym was gonna be the villain of Ant Man? Yes. Yes I do. So, yeah. So <clears throat> But I I feel like by Ant Man we were already smart enough. Yeah. You know, we're, were, we're smart enough to know, like, oh, okay, I mean, I, I feel like this is just a misunderstanding. There, I remember there were people who were, like, when Man of Steel came out and they put out a Lex Luthor power armor figure. Uh-huh. They were just like, oh, my God, Lex Luthor's going to be in power armor in this one. And we're like, right. no, he's, no, he's not. He's, he's not definitely even, not, guys. He's not even in this movie. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they're saving him up for a really cool, you know, he's going to be, like, super cool and they're just saving him for the next movie. Right, for sure, for sure. I'm there, I'm sure they've got a really awesome actor lined up to play him mm, and man. it's going to be it's going to be great and he'll be so amazing. cool he won't even need his super suit. Right. He's just going to be so smart and so suave that everybody's just going to be like, "What? You're awesome. I don't even know why we liked him, this super dude. We love you." Um uh Kylo Ren also had an unmasked figure that that came out very very quickly after the movie came out and i felt like wow i mean i know i know we're all seeing the movie i know the world is seeing the movie but wow that was a little quick guys <laughs> hmm. you know you, you you did not go into the movie expecting uh adam driver to unmask right. you know i mean it's not like they you know put ben solo on there or anything but you know it was still it was it was I felt too quick. So, you know, you know, my feelings. I I know your feelings. I'm trying to think. I thought there was something about super shredder or something that, but I I don't think, uh, I think that figure came out after the movie. He, well, uh, no, I think the, the two line came out with the movie or because the only movie figures came out when two came out. Because they had the more ridiculous gimmicks, um, which I can't imagine why. Why did they do that? I mean, why were there not toys when the first movie hit? It was it was a big hit, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, it people was. really liked it. 
And I mean, the toys were already a big hit. The cartoon was already a big hit. Why would you not have that set to go? Foolish mortals. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm scrolling through here. I'm getting to the bottom of the <laughs> unmasked figures and I'm not seeing anything earth shattering. You know, rare mail away club exclusive unmasked storm shadow version 20 mail away figure from 2005. What? It's not even a long time ago, stupid. Um, Gwen Stacy pop on mats. Nightmare Batman. That was a little plot ruining slightly. Kind of. Not yeah. that that movie needed ruining. Yeah, I, I I do remember that being. Uh, you know, we were we were speculating, and then the second that came out, we were like, oh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Well, that just made uh-huh. sense. Right. It's like I see. Definitely not really happening. It's just a nightmare. Don't worry. So. Um, and when I say I'm getting to the end of that list, um, let me say I, I was not actually, I was at the end of page two of like a hundred. So hmm. never mind that. Oh, who did that? Ruined. Somebody put a Donald Trump pop on the, on a Batman body. Fucking guy. Hate that guy. Not to get political, but I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> well, yeah, let's not get political in this episode. We'll save that for, you know, another uh, an important episode or something. Yeah. A very special episode. Very special episode of getting fucked with Pat and Brian. <laughs> okay. Watch, watch that one. Um, watch for that one. Um... I'm going to stop looking at these. Uh, <laughs> are there are there any other weird things you feel like you collect figure-wise? Like, you know, off the beaten trail? Um, I don't think so. I'm, I'm pretty mainstream. Yeah. Well, you got, I mean, you like, you got your, your Guardians of the Galaxy set. Yeah, I'm I probably going to get rid of those. That's a fun thing. <laughs> oh, man. Getting, getting rid of the Voltrons to make room for that new one. Well, I mean, that's different, though. Like, I, I feel like trading is not the same as giving up. You know, that's, that's, I, I, I'm trading He-Man stuff around. You know, uh, I'm trading the classics for the vintage, for the real classics. Um, or, you know, like I'll, I, I do try, you know, if I'm like, wow, this, this is the Batman figure that I've been waiting for, you know. This is, I can't imagine a better Batman figure ever coming along. Um, then I, I will scrap, I will get rid of my other Batman figures and say, this is the one. This is, he took over. Um, man, I just remembered I have another Batman figure. A lot of Batman, a lot of Superman, a whole lot of Green Lanterns, maybe one or two flow. I think I'm down to one Flash. Um, two Harley Quinns. Uh huh. Yeah. It's not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a sickness. It really is. And you know what? You know, the other thing is I have some figures that are just based on, on um, I bought them because I was a youth uh, and I was interested in breasts. <laughs> uh, but it turns out that they're actually really nice figures. And so I don't get rid of them. Like I, I got the, uh, the Vampirella figure and, and I feel like 
nobody gets into Vampirella on the, just the idea alone. If you if you remove the idea of what Vampirella looks like, like you know you don't get into it because of that. <laughs> but in all actuality, I really enjoy a lot of her stories, like just as, as stories. Um, and so it, it it went from you know young male perversions to I actually enjoy, enjoy that character. <laughs> So I do have I have the uh, her original figure from uh, what's what's that company something more Clayton Moore Claymore something do you remember Claymore? that Claymore makes explosives <laughs> shut your face hold on let me look it up uh, so I've got a list of the top three movies that whose plots were ruined by toys nice I I couldn't find any of those first off. <clears throat> Toy Story 3's Lego Incinerator set. Ha! Nice. That is awesome. I never knew that existed, so... Yeah. Uh, so, now I forget what the actual spoiler was for the second one, but the... Clayton Moore. Clayton Moore. Clayton Moore. The the Cobra Commander figure from the first G.I. Joe movie, live uh-huh. action movie, uh, he was the doctor, if I recall. I'm trying to remember which part of this is the oh, is the that's big reveal. Right. Remember, he was that's the doctor. Right. He was just the doctor, but when his figure came out, they put him out as Cobra Commander. Yeah, it was something like that. Well, not on the front, but then you read the description on the back, and it says right, it's, right. Yeah, know. maybe it was something something like that. It was like, but he was secretly Cobra Commander the whole time. Yeah, and I was like, what? <laughs> One of my favorite non-plot ruining moments was. Um, in uh, the Green Lantern movie figures, where they put out a Stell figure, and on the box he looked like the Stell from the cartoon or the comic, because in the movie he looked like the Stell from the comic, but the toy looked like a toaster with arms and legs, <laughs> and they tried to call it a uh, a concept art figure, not uh, whoops. We went off the wrong art figure. We didn't mean to. That's why we went ahead and put the real character's look on the back. And then I would say I would say the entire Green Lantern toy line was a a mislead up to the movie because you thought that the rest of the Green Lantern Corps was going to matter in the fucking slightest. Oh man, that movie. Anyway. Uh okay. So the next one is Shrek the Third, uh, where it's revealed that Shrek is having kids. They put out baby Shrek toys way before the movie came out. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That is that is plot ruining, sure. Uh Dick Tracy. Uh-huh. They put out a figure of the blank. Oh, that's right. Remember? Yes, I do. That's hilarious. I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't ruin it for everybody, though. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's it's Madonna. Now I gotta remember what the that figure even looked like. Those those but figures didn't look good. Those figures were some of the worst ever because I really liked Dick Tracy. I liked the 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 comic strip. Was there a cartoon show when we were kids? I don't think there was. No, I think of Inspector Gadget. No, no, I know who Inspector Gadget is. <laughs> but I, I don't know why I was so into Dick Tracy because the movie now I like the movie. I still like the movie. I think it's 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 got a, a lot of pizzazz to it. 
Um, but uh, the, when the movie came out, it, it just spawned a lot of merchandise. But I remember distinctly being very upset that Dick Tracy, they never put out a Dick Tracy in a yellow trench coat. He was always sans coat. It's like, why? Why do I Why do I want this figure? It doesn't even look like Dick Tracy. And yet they put out the blank with a trench coat. <laughs> the blank Dick Tracy. Uh, the second to last one is revealing that Giant Man would be in Civil War. Oh. <laughs> that, the, the Legos. That was... That was Legos. That was the Civil War uh, freaking. Um, the build a figure was Giant Man. Yeah. For the Civil War figures. So it was uh, it was all over the place. So. And then the final one was uh, Cloverfield. Remember the uh, the trailer didn't show the monster at all. And it right. was pretty vague about what was actually happening in this movie. Mm-hmm. And all the, all we knew is that something was attacking the, the city of New York. Mm-hmm. And that was it. But um, I forgot which company made the toy. I think it was Bandai or something. But um, Maybe way, Jazzwares? Something like that. Way before... I couldn't be Bandai. This looks way too good. But they put out a, a photo of the actual toy or they took it to a convention or something of the actual monster in its you know entire full glory and everyone was just like well that thing looks dumb right that looks like a lice looks like some sort of a louse yeah so anyway that's the top six from some website smosh from some website yeah well i mean that was six more than we could come up with yeah so i you know i was thinking i was like man i should get a blank i should get one of the blank figures and make the dick tracy i always wanted but apparently the blank is very expensive. <laughs> very, very stupid expensive. Like like this one uh loose one on, on the line here is five hundred dollars. This other one in the package is a thousand. Jeez. Nobody wants that figure that bad. Nobody wants to ruin the movie that bad, guys. <laughs> I th- I think a, a common thing that happens, which is not terrible is uh you know they'll they'll announce that a certain actor is going to be in a movie mm-hmm. but they won't say who he or she is playing right but and then, then that'll and then you'll see the toy and you're like, like oh, oh that looks like that guy definitely him yeah yeah nowadays even worse i feel like because the the technology of hammering out a, a likeness is way better than it was even 10 years ago you know uh well, I guess probably 15 years ago. I don't know. Time passes funny these days. Well, you know, but, if uh, if I can get into comics real quick, they just uh, they just screwed up the order of the Transformers comics, allowing the toys to reveal to accidentally reveal like major plot points. <laughs> and I'll tell you, this is I was telling you this before the show, Pat. I'm going to tell uh-huh. it again to the audience, as it were. Uh, so. Titans Return is the Transformers toy line right now, and they're doing like a five-issue crossover over two months. In the comics, there's two ongoing series plus a one-shot. It's uh, My understanding is that the, the actual chronology is you're supposed to read the one-shot and then Transformers 56 and 57, and then more than meets the eye, 56 and 57. But the 56s and 57s come out in the same month, so you're going to be crossing over a bit, but I, my understanding was that 
you can read the 56s first and it won't ruin you for the 57s. Mm-hmm. Except that they accidentally put out the 56s in the wrong order and More Than Meets the Eye came out today and Transformers comes out next week, I believe. And you're supposed to read that one first. And so you come to More Than Meets the Eye and the recap page tells you a specific spoiler about who a, a character's actual identity is that we will learn in next week's comic. <laughs> and then you go, oh, well, they're making a toy of that character. And he comes with this other guy. And then you can just all of a sudden start putting a whole bunch of things together. And then you're just like, okay, I've pretty much guessed the entire plot of the storyline now. <laughs> All right, great. I got it. Figured it out. Everybody can leave now. So, thankfully... I'm going to go home. Thankfully, I never expect much from the Hasbro-mandated crossover storylines in the comics. Mm. So, I wasn't, you know, expecting, you know... You weren't heartbroken or anything? Yeah, I wasn't expecting something on the caliber of, like, Remain and Light, you know, from More Than Meets the Eye Season 1 or anything like that. You know, Combiner Wars was pretty dumb. Mm. Pat, if I told you... We're going to have a comic series about robots that combine into each other, and it's called Combiner Wars. Just in general, who do you think is fighting who? Do you think it's, like, um, Combiners try to take over? Or do you think it's, like, a bunch of Combiners are fighting other Combiners? I, I think I would, I, I, I would guess that one. You know, a bunch of Combiners are fighting other Combiners. Combiner Wars... You know, wars you know. between combiners? Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what I would guess. Well, it's really more like combiner two battles. <laughs> and they... Uh, it, two it, times it, some guys got together and there was some shit. And it, it uh, it's really stupid. Because if I, could, if I could summarize, it was like, let's bring in all of the things that... All of the groups that were already combiners. And then try and retcon their ability to combine into the current continuity. <laughs> and then let's just wave our hands to get all of the members of the other combining teams in the same room at the same time, and then use the MacGuffin to make them combine. And then they fight for like one issue. And then uh, several of them actually disconnected with some character remarking and we'll never see them do that again. <laughs> That's awesome. So... Uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it's completely forgettable. Well, that's how these things are, man. You know, yeah. you're, you, you can either get excited and, and kind of go with it, or you can just leave it behind and not worry about it. You know, Yep. there's, but uh, more than meets the eye is huh? somehow managing to weave in details that were laid out four years ago in the comics. They are weaving those like they're constantly James Roberts. It's constantly like peppering in details for things. Mm -hmm. There are things that they have mentioned in the earlier issues that still, we don't know what they, what the significance is yet. And so somehow he is taking things that he peppered in, in these original issues and is now using them to craft a story that he could not possibly have known about at the time because Hasbro has just like a year or so ago, come up with this idea for Titan masters and stuff. And somehow he is he is creating a story that fits in very well with his plot that's been ongoing. And I have no idea how the how that is even possible. How are how did you leave a clue for something and then just be like, oh, you've dictated that this is my story? 
well, fine. I, I already left clues for myself that I can pick up on and make this story that makes complete perfect sense. So I have, I have no it's, idea how they do it's it. It's called talent. He, the reason, so more than meets the eye was left out of the combiner wars crossover. Uh, because it didn't make any sense for them to be, to have any part of it, but, uh, uh, they didn't get out of this one, but they're still making not it not alive work. anyway. Yeah. They're still making it work. Anyway. Um, I think that's probably enough for this episode. Sure. We filled time. We did. We did. We filled it with talking. Let it never be said that we didn't fill time. Folks, jibcast.tv, that's the website. Check us out, leave comments, find us on Twitter, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Good night, everybody.